Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. been learning to walk in love it is not easy to walk in love the fruits of the spirit is faithful and love but the greatest the greatest of this is love oh lord help me to walk in love it's not easy but lord you help me for love is patient and love is kind love is not jealous love is not easily provoked love is not proud it's not seek its own for love is patient and love is kind love is not jealous love does not Without love, my tongues are nothing. Oh, love. For love is patient and love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love does not easily provoke. Love is not proud. It's not a Love does not boast. Love does not seek its own. For love is patient and love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love does not boast.
something in his word that is to be preached that is specific to you that is helpful to you that is a guide to you that is an answer to a question you have been asking talk to the Lord thank you Holy Father you are great there is none like you you alone are God by you alone, this world we live in was created. And by you alone, you sustain everything in it. But you have chosen to shower your love upon us, calling us your own and sending your, Jesus, your only begotten son, Jesus, to die for our sins. That through our faith in Jesus Christ as your son, we will not perish, but have eternal life. Therefore, we have gathered in the name of Jesus Christ. Not in any man's name and not in the name of a church. But in the name of your son, Jesus, we come here together. And we ask you, Jesus, that by your spirit, Holy Spirit, speak to every life that is here. I stand as your servant and Lord, I pray on behalf of every soul that is here with whatever challenge, with whatever need, with whatever help, whatever they seek, Lord. Let them not go, here with, go out of here without an answer. Answer every prayer. Answer every cry of a heart. And bring forth deliverance and salvation unto many. Thank you, Lord, that in your name, O oh Lord, they shall experience your reality and your presence. They shall experience your love. They shall experience your kindness. They shall experience your miracle-working power. Bring to life again, Lord, that which was dead. Strengthen that which was about to die. Bring refreshing, O oh Lord, to the difficult and challenging depressive soul. Let them have hope to press on and to continue. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. We honor your presence to help us and to do God's will in our midst. Oh, yeah. Jesus, your name is life. Jesus, your name is power. Your name is might. Jesus, your name is might. Thank you that in your name, every Jesus, captivity, your name every captivity, every stronghold, Every challenge and every mountain is losing a plateau. Thank you for the wonderful name that we have. The name in which great accomplishments Jesus, I release your people to hear your word in their spirit, I release them to receive your engrafted word, which is able to save lives. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. for your peace upon every heart I pray for your peace upon every heart your peace that passes understanding let it be the portion of everyone under the sound of my voice today and the saints shall say with me Amen, amen. please be seated I'm told that some of there's a bus that delayed I don't know the reason for the delay, but we'll try to eliminate all those challenges and all those difficulties. Amen. You know, whenever God plans something good for you, Satan would make sure that he will give you a reason to reject it. Let me tell you. You see, I'm, I'm 51 years old. Only. We're going to have about another 50 more years to go. Amen. And I'll be drinking coffee with many of you in my old age. When we'll be, di- we'll be discussing your life and like how to go higher. And I'm not talking about when you are low. It's like you are high already by the average standard but we'll be discussing how to reach the sky how to make you an international influence in Jesus name and I have come to realize that every plan that God has for you Satan has a counter plan don't ever think for a moment that your life is entirely dependent on what you do. In other words, bad things come into your life because you expose yourself to bad things. It's not true. There are other forces that work against your life. No matter what God has planned for you, Satan has a counter plan. You see, how many have seen friction before? How many have seen friction, the force 
friction. I know most of you didn't like physics. And I'm being told that the government is planning to take away physics. You see, when you don't understand a little bit of physics, you will discover that a big chunk of your understanding has been covered. So even if you are not passing, at least you understand. You see, passing is one thing, understanding is another thing. And I'm asking you that, you see, friction, friction is not visible. Friction is not generated by a machine. You see, when you move a car, you have an engine that turns on. You have a gear that engages the gearbox. And you have an accelerator that says, Hamba, let's go. But then once the car starts to move, by the movement of the car, with all the engine power, there comes a force called, called friction. Just, you see, friction comes into play as soon as the car starts to move. It is never generated by any force, but it's a force. And it comes into play because the wheels of the car is in contact with the ground. And the effort of the car to go in motion, that effort alone generates or causes the force of friction to come into play. Just because you are in contact with the car, with the ground. And I'm here to tell you that the presence of demonic forces and their operation in your life is just because God has an eye for you and God has his attention and his love upon you. That alone, you don't have to do anything for the demonic powers to you. Just that God is thinking good of you is enough to provoke the presence of demonic forces against your life. But as I stand in the name of the Lord Jesus, Every demonic force shall fail in your life. Whatever its form or its presentation, you shall uncover it by the light of God and you shall escape it and your life shall be a true success. In Jesus' name, amen. Good. So, you see, the word of God is, or God is your solution to bringing to pass or let me put it this way your relationship with God is your solution to bringing to pass the power that is needed to overcome any force of darkness that is set against your life your relationship with God and therefore Satan will do everything to take you away from church Satan will do anything to take you away from it. And you see, Satan will do anything to take you away from the particular church that will cause you to hear what you need to hear. It's not every church that would give you 
what you in particular need to hear for your relationship with God to develop. No. Just as it's not every teacher that is able to bring out the gift of mathematics in you. Most of you, you don't like maths and you don't like physics. It's not because your brain doesn't have the capacity. But you met the wrong teacher and made physics like and maths like something so complex. But I can tell you that you can meet a teacher that will make you like maths. That will bring out the genius in you in maths. You can meet a teacher that will make you like accounting. I mean, I don't like accounting. It's not because my mind can't understand accounting, but unfortunately, whoever taught me accounting didn't do a good job. All he accomplished in doing is for me to hate it. Amen. Yeah. And so, I'm saying this to fight the demons that will want to give you ideas and find out that no, this is not this, this is not that. And it's demonic. It's demon- the ideas that come to your mind, of, not all of them are from God and not all of them are from you. In fact, there's no idea in your mind that started with you. There's no idea in your mind that started with you. It came from somewhere. Either from God or from the devil. From the agents of God or from the agents of the devil. But there's no idea that came to your mind on your own. Hallelujah. And therefore, I I really want you to make these good decisions. You see, when you go to a church, the most important thing in the church is whether the word of God is preached or not. You see, all the singing, all the things that we are doing is to help the atmosphere. Are you with me? It's to help the atmosphere. But at the end of the day, what matters most is whether the preaching directs your heart to God or the preaching directs your heart to other things. And any preaching that does not make you want to get closer to God is yet to be a preaching. And it doesn't matter where it is preached. I said it doesn't matter where it is preached. Or any, any word or anybody who speaks to you that does not direct your heart to God. Check the, the source or the spirit behind the person. So if you go to a church where the pastor preaches the word of God, I can tell you and encourages you to have a personal relationship with God, it's a good place to be. If the preacher teaches you to depend on them, it's not yet a good place. It's about to, but not yet. Any pastor that does not teach you how to pray, or teach you to pray it's not doing you good hallelujah so as you come here and you hear me showing you the word of God I can tell you if you will not see it I can say to you that it's a good place to be I said it's a good place to be it's a good place to be because I'm not teaching you to depend on me I am teaching you to depend on Jesus 
and to trust in God. Amen. Good. So, First John chapter 5. I started preaching when I came on the stage earlier. Do you get it? So, First John chapter 5. And we want to read the verse number 4 and 5. And it says that whatsoever is born whatsoever, anything that is born of God is anything that came from God. Anything that is of God. Anything that has its origin in God overcomes the world. In other world, in other words, the world, whatever it is, be it a place, be it the people, and be it a system, is an opposer of God. That's, that's what the Bible is saying. That the world opposes God. Because you don't overcome what is in your favor. And you don't overcome what belongs to you. I don't overcome my hand. My hand is part of me. So when we are going, my hand goes with me. And it does what I tell it to do. I'm here to tell my hand, scratch my ear, and it will say, no, I won't. Whatever I tell any part of my body to do, if it's a reasonable instruction that they can do, they will do it. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. Because sometimes you can give an unreasonable instruction. That is difficult for what you have instructed to be done. Do you get it? So, my body, anything that is part of me, is not an opposer. So, what the Bible is telling us is that the world in which we are in is an opposer of anything that is God. And it is also telling us that anything that is of God or anything that is God would always overcome the world. And then the verse 5. So, listen, listen. It means that, it means that if you are classified to be of God, your future is that the world cannot stop you from becoming what God has intended for your life. That's, that's, it's that you don't need a prophet to tell you that the Bible has already said that you overcome. Not, not will overcome. It says overcomes. In other words, it's something you do all the time. Every challenge that you meet, if you are of God, the end of the story, the final conclusion is that you won. Amen. It's a good place to say amen. amen. Now, who is it that is of God? Who is of God? Who is born of God? Verse 5 says, verse 5 says, the person who is born of God is the one who believes that Jesus Christ is the son of God. So, what, in other words, all you need to be an overcomer 
is to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. Is it difficult? You may not understand, but God is saying that if you do it, this is what will happen to you. If you do it, this is what will happen to you. If you do it, if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, you will be an overcomer of the world. Because if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, you are going to follow every advice and every instruction he gives you. Because the Son of God has enough power to do anything he would ask you to do. The Son of God has enough wisdom to overcome Satan. Because when he came here on earth and he had an encounter with Satan, he defeated Satan and all the powers of Satan. When he came here on earth, Satan could tempt me and you to do evil things that, is, that God is not happy with. But not so with God. Sorry, not so with Jesus. Whatever temptation Satan brought to Jesus, Jesus overcame him. He says, turn the stones into bread. He said, not that way. He says, worship me, not that way. Cast yourself to the ground, not that way. He said, are you going to die on the cross for these stupid people? No, no, don't do that. He says, not, I'll have to die on the cross because my father says that is the only way we can save all these beautiful people. You say they are stupid. I see them beauty because they are my creation and I created them in my image. Hallelujah. Are you glad that you are created in the image of God? Then what I want to tell you is that if God is glorious, you are glorious. Amen. Don't believe any lie that tells you that you are, you are ugly. You are not ugly. There is a beauty in you. It's yet to come out. I said there is a beauty in you. There's a handsomeness in you. There's a wonderful nature of you that is yet to come out. Don't believe any lie to us to make you throw away the precious gift before it has manifested. Hallelujah. Good. So, you see, Jesus overcame Satan. And he says, anything that belongs to me is an overcomer. You see, have you seen, a, uh, have you seen people jumping this high jump? High jump. When a person clears a height of, let's say, 1 point or 2.4, the person clears the height, not only with his head, but with his whole body. In other words, in other words, if we who believe in Jesus are the body of Christ and Jesus overcame the devil, then it means every part of Jesus overcame the devil. Are you with me? So don't believe in any lie that Satan says, you, I'm going to stop you. Your, whatever the preacher said is minus you. In fact, tell him that whatever the preacher said is, is plus me times 10. Yeah. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us that whosoever believeth that Jesus 
is the son of God, is born of God, and therefore is an overcomer. Now, the people that believe Jesus as the son of God are also expected to believe his instructions and to believe his guidance. And to believe that whatever God says is what is the case. Now, 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 listen carefully. One of the things that shows that you are wise and that shows that you are a believer is to be told something ahead of time and believe it even without evidence and actually prepare for it. Now, that is the problem with most people. That is the problem with most of us. A lot of people are told what will come ahead of them way in advance. But unfortunately, many people don't believe it. It is only those who have faith. And the key, the Bible tells us, the key to overcoming the world, the key by which Jesus overcame Satan is his faith in God. Pastor, what are you saying? How did Jesus have faith in God? Don't you want to ask me that question? Who, who wants to ask me that question? Now, I, I, want, I want some of the... Guys, you don't want me to ask, ask me that question. How did Jesus have faith in God? Don't anybody want to ask me that question? Come again. No, I want to hear it from you. Don't you want to ask that question? Are you asking? Should I answer you? Now, you see, up until Jesus came on earth and wore our body, that is the flesh, he has never known death before. And, and listen, the instruction that God gave him and his mission here on earth is to come and die. With a promise that he would not be left in hell. When David prophesied that thou would not leave thy holy one to perish, or thou would not allow thy holy one to see corruption, Jesus Christ came knowing why he has come, that he's going to die and go to hell. But he has never died before. I said he has never died before. And it is only by faith that you can believe that 
you are going to do something that you have never done before and it will work. So, you see, Jesus, by faith, believed that when he dies on the cross and goes to hell to fight the devil and set captives free, death will never hold him captive. Because up until now, up until Christ came, death held many people captive. So if our Savior believed God for something that he has not seen before, then what it means is that you also, your faith is what is going to overcome the world and overcome every work of Satan against your life. And your faith is going to work by being one of things that you have never seen before, but to believe that the warning is true. There are many things that as a young person, the Bible will tell you. If you believe that it is true, you will prepare for it. And you see, when you are prepared for something, you are never taken by surprise. And whatever you are prepared for is not able to put limitation on you. And the Bible tells us that Noah, by faith, being one of things not yet seen. Hebrews chapter 11. says, by faith, Noah, having been given a warning of something that has never happened before, believed it and prepared for it. And therefore, when it happened, it was not able to drown him. Everybody else perished. But because he believed and prepared for it, he was saved. He said, by faith, being one of God, of things not seen as yet. Being one of God, it, the Bible is clear, of things not seen as yet. By faith, not by understanding. Not, you see, what you have never seen before, you can never understand. I said, what you have never seen before, you can never understand. Even if you have the wildest understanding mind, you can never understand what you have never seen before. But the Bible tells us that Noah, not by intelligence, not by understanding, but by faith, that if God says something, it is so. By faith, Noah. Being one of God. I like the part. You see, I can warn you of something that you have seen before. And because you have seen it before, you are likely to agree with my warning. How many have seen somebody either be bent or die of electric cable? that they handle by mistake. You have seen somebody. You have seen somebody. Anyway, I want someone that can raise. I want 
Somebody that I don't know, so that it's not like I've planned with you. Is there anybody? You've seen somebody before. Stand up. Stand. No, okay, no, no, I just want to help. I just want you to help me. You've seen somebody die before or bent by touching electric cable. Now, having seen that, do you think you need to believe me if I tell you electric cables when they are alive can kill? He doesn't need to believe me. He has seen it before. Are you with me? Thank you, my brother. He has seen it before. He doesn't need to believe it. What you need to believe is something that you have never seen before, something that you can never imagine, something that your understanding cannot comprehend. And that is why the Bible says, Noah by faith, being one of God of things not yet, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house. I stand to speak to your life that by faith you shall take heed to warnings of this life. As you read the word of God, you will not make a mockery of it. But God supernaturally by his spirit would help you to believe what you read and act as believing what you read with all due respect. And you see, when you do that, Satan will throw his many things at you, but he will come a little bit too late. There are going to be things that you are, because of your faith, you will prepare for it. Hallelujah. Because many of you, you are young, and there are a lot of things you have never seen before. And even if he's told you, you will never understand. But because of your faith, when you read the Bible, you will believe it. Amen. If the Bible says, forgive, I plead with you to forgive. If the Bible says, love your enemies, I plead with you to believe it and love your enemies. You, you, you see, you never, you don't have any reason. And you see, faith, faith, is above reason. Reason will limit you. Because reason is based on what you can understand and what you can see. But faith goes beyond reason. By faith. What is it that you are being warned of? That you have to obey. Some of you are giving yourselves to useless lives. You, you can't see how sleeping with girls around and drinking and, and doing all the foolish things or they don't look foolish when you are doing it, to be honest with you. I mean, I've drunk before. And if you tell me it was foolish at that time, I'll say you are the foolish one. I mean, something that when you drink, it makes everything look so nice. How can you say it's a foolish thing? It's a mood changer. How can you say? How, how, how can you say it's a foolish thing? I mean, how, how can you tell me that the drugs that I, I, I sniff and makes me feel like I'm on top of the world? 
How can you say it's not nice? How can you say it's a foolish thing? But you see, whatever the Bible says, it is true. You may never understand and you may never have seen it before, but it doesn't change the fact that it is true. You are a young person and I, I, I speak to you to believe the word of God. I said I speak to you to believe the word of God. And you see, let me tell you something. Let me say this to you and I'm closing. When you find yourself in a particular situation or in situations that when you read the Bible or you go to church and it is read in the Bible, you see it, but you find you are not supposed to do it. You are supposed to go away from it, but you find yourself doing it. Don't fight back the truth that you are being told by saying, I mean, what's wrong with it? Don't fight back. You see, the strength of a lie, the strength of a lie is in making you believe that it is the truth. You didn't understand what I said. Let me go up so that when I say it, you hear it. Also to tell you that I'm closing. The strength of a lie is in its ability to make you believe that it is true. By so doing, you reject any effort to help you, even if the effort is so helpful, you reject it. By, by this deception, you give it the time it needs to work to accomplish its presence, the purpose of its presence in your life. By, by that, it is able to deceive you to walk on roads that you should never walk on and to take decisions that you should never take decisions on. That, that's the strength of a lie. And it's the same thing for the things that the Bible calls sins. You see, the things that the Bible calls sins are not things that hurt God when you do it. No, they don't hurt God. And are not things that God is afraid of or maybe he doesn't like the smell or the taste of it. No, no, no. You see, what it is is that there are things that allow Satan to hold you down and to misdirect you no matter what help God is bringing your way. So once you begin to fight the truth, because the truth is telling you something in you that you don't like or that makes you feel uncomfortable. What happens is that you go away from it and once you stop hearing the truth, there's no hope for you. That is why I tell people, no matter whether you went to the nightclub 
or whether you, you whatever what are your sins what are some of your sins can you tell me because I, I, I mean I've passed your stage so some of them I know one or two but I know that you guys have, have upgraded and you have new new I mean applications what are some of your sins please please let me give you one advice and believe me never stop coming to church because of what you are in I tell you one day as long as you come to church and you keep hearing the word of God one day you you will see a door open before you that will make you walk out of it Yeah. yeah one day a door will open and you walk out of it. Listen, we get born again today, but we don't convert to true Christians today. It's a process. I said it's a process. I said it's a process. And if you continue fellowship, you'll be free. I said you'll be free. Don't ever, and you see, one the other things are, don't ever say that because you are doing it, it is not wrong. <laughs> Let me say it again. You see, God forbid, but if I were to be smoking, God forbid. Do you get it? Smoking, listen, smoking is not a problem to God. No, no, smoking, you don't, you don't make God unable to breathe. I mean, let's face it. Where does the Bible say thou shalt not smoke? I mean, the Bible, what the Bible says, thou shalt not lie. In which we are lying, let's lie center. Do you get it? But you see, if I stand here to preach that because I lie, lying is not a sin, that then something has gone wrong. If I lie, God forbid, if I lie, I should continually say that lying is not good. But most of us, Satan tells us that because you are doing it and because you are in it, it is okay, it's good. No. You must tell Satan, that God says this and therefore the fact that I'm doing it is not good and one day I will stop doing it and you shall stop doing it one day. Amen. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you that if there is any Bible verse that is important to you among the many Bible verses as young people, this verse 
is very important. Anything that the Bible warns you of it. For the whole of humanity, many of us have never seen heaven and many of us have never seen hell. But we must prepare for heaven and hell. We must prepare. I've never seen heaven before. I've never even had a dream where there are angels. I've never, I can't, I can't I, I've never, I've never had a dream with angels before. Do you get it? But I believe in heaven because the Bible says so. And being one of God, that it is appointed unto man once to die and after that judgment, I am preparing for the day of my judgment. Of things not yet seen, that I'm preparing for it. I'm telling you, I'm preparing for it. Do I believe it? Yes. That is why I will not, I will leave my profession as a medical doctor and rather be telling people about Jesus and preaching about Jesus. Because the Bible has said, for we brought nothing into this world and we shall go out of this world with nothing. Having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. For godliness with contentment is great gain. I believe it. That is why I'll spend my time with you. I said, that is why I'll spend my time with you and not spend my time with any other thing. Yeah. That is why I would rather be with you than to be with fellow medical doctors in high-class conferences and things and driving our Ferraris and our Porsches and our things. I would rather spend my energy and my time with you. By the way, by the way, I am very available to you. Please put my number on the screen. I'll be coming to the, I'm, I've started coming to the campuses. Are you with me? I've started coming to the campuses and I'm still going. I'm yet to go to Soweto and the other places. But at least I've been to DFC, I've been to APB, I've been to APK, and then where else have I been to? I've not been to VETS yet. Yeah, but I'll be coming there. Not to see a group of people, but to see you as a person. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I, you see, I enjoy, by, because of faith, because of what I believe in the word of God, I would rather spend my energy and my life on helping you than to, to be driving a nice car. Spend my energy to acquire a nice car. Because the Bible says that for what shall a man give in exchange for his soul. Or what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses soul? In, in other words, your soul is far worth more than any acquisition that I could ever make with my medical career. And therefore, I'll spend my time with you so that your soul is never lost to the, to the devil. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen it before, but I believe it. I said, I've not seen it before, but I believe it. I've not come to a place where I'll say, yeah, this is the max. This is the soul. This is the whole world. I, Jesus said it, and I believe it. And you must also believe it. 
Hallelujah. So listen, one of the things I'm doing is I'm coming to you. This is my number. It's on WhatsApp. Somebody was surprised I'm on WhatsApp. I almost mentioned your name because you are laughing. Because you are laughing, I almost mentioned your name. You should have just made a face, a straight face. Because I wouldn't remember who said it. But because you are laughing, I remembered you now. <laughs> I'm looking at the person. Uh, no, it's not this one. I'm looking at the person. Hallelujah. But you see, I'm on WhatsApp and you can let me know. Do you get it? If you need to talk to me, any, but I'm available to you. Are you with me? And I want to encourage you. Believe me. Join the different groups that we have in church. Be part of it. It helps you to be known. And it helps you to be given a little extra attention. It also allows you to develop talents and gifts that may be lying very quiet in in you. Amen. I said amen. amen. Yes, it will take a bit of your time. But I promise you, whatever time you invest in developing yourself in the things of God is worth it. Amen. I said amen. amen. So, these are the, and then if you have any testimony, please, after service, you can see any of the elders. Please stand, stand, stand quickly, quickly, very quickly. Do you get it? So, just turn, you see them. And then, or if, if, if you can't get any of them, you can see me. I'll direct you so that we can take, so that you, you, because some of you have testimonies. We share testimonies of what having known God or being in God or being in Christ, what has happened to our lives that hitherto was not there or would never have happened. Amen. One of the people saying that she was blocked from registering. I don't, I don't know why you didn't share that testimony. You didn't want us to know. Okay, anyway, it's a private testimony, so. Let me, let me respect her privacy. She shared it with me. I'm not supposed to make it public. So I keep it private. Amen. Let's rise to our feet and close. Hallelujah. I wanted to pray to God for a moment. Pray to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. We bless you. You can pray to God in your language, in whatever language you speak in. Don't worry, some of us are speaking in some strange language. Very soon, when you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, you will also speak in this strange language. It is, it is, a, it is a gift of God. It's, it's God-given, the Holy Spirit, that helps us to pray. Because with our mind, we can't pray to God well the way we, we, we should be praying. But the Spirit of God helps our spirit to pray. Hallelujah. It makes us say things that we don't even understand. But in the ears of God, they are very important truths. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you this hour. Thank you for the precious lives that you have given to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Lord, let your help. Let your help. Let that warning. That warning. That warning. That warning. That warning. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Let it come to you. Receive it. Receive it. Oh, we bless you. 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 There is none like you. There is none like you. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit.
Thank you, Jesus. That the more we seek you, oh God, the more, the more we find, find you. you. Oh, the more we love you, the more we love you. Thank you. The more Thank you. I love oh, I'm grateful you. that even as I seek you and I get to know you, I get to love you more. The more I, Thank I you, Holy Spirit. The more I find you, the more I find you, the more I find you. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. The more I love Jesus, our you. Savior, the center of our lives. I want to say that you're This is our desire. Father, we thank you, thank you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to be born of God by believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You want to be born of God by believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you, wherever you are. Thank you. Lift up your right hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I see some few hands lifted up, and I believe there are many people. Just give them the books. Because of time, I'll call them later, but give them the books. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I need us to pray this prayer together. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I see many beautiful lives. Amen. I see people with a life that is so nice. A life that is showing God's goodness. A life that has touched so many lives. A life that many rivers are flowing out of. A life that somebody praises God because they met you. Oh, yes, yes. I can see, I can see many beautiful lives amongst us. I can see it. I can see it. God has showed me. He, will, he has done it already. It will come to pass in yes. your life. Oh yes. Your life is so beautiful. I, 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 I spiritually envy you. I wish it was mine. Thank you, Jesus. I wish it was mine. But I thank God for such a beautiful life that he has given you. Thank you Holy Spirit. Oh yes. Let us pray say this prayer with me. Let's all pray together. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I, thank you for today. I thank you for today. I stand to confess, stand to confess believing, in my heart, believing in my heart and speaking with my mouth, and speaking with my mouth that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is, your son. is your son. He came on earth, came on earth and, died on the cross, and died on the cross. Was buried and after three days, after three 
He rose again. Seated at your right hand. Jesus, I know you are alive. And I ask you to come into my heart by your spirit. Let my life be under your control through your Holy Spirit. And guide me in this life. For you are my light. And because of you, I will not stumble. Because of you, Satan will not succeed in my life. I thank you for this love that you have shown me. I will love you in return all the days of my life. Thank you, Father. And thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Father, I thank you for these precious souls. You are the keeper of all things. Keep them. I pray that they will not fall by the wayside. But they shall be implanted in your kingdom. They shall walk in you. They shall grow in you. They shall experience the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And their lives shall bear testimony. That there is no God like you. Thank you for the miracles in their lives. And thank you that through their lives, a whole village is changing. A whole city is changing. Through their life, a whole nation is affected. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the wonderful works that you will do with their lives. In Jesus' name. I pray for everyone here. That Lord, your blessing shall abound. The week shall be a good week. It shall be a blessed week. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on loyaltyhousesouthafrica.org.